There we go. Okay, so I'm going to talk really briefly about the Cypress um, web testing framework. I learned about its existence um, just very little bit, a little bit ago. Um, some people were on Twitter complaining about Selenium. I don't know if you've used Selenium for web testing. They were talking about how it's kind of clumsy for them and slow. And I noticed that a bunch of other people replied and were like, basically, like, tried Cypress, it's great. So it's like, I haven't heard of this, what is it? Um, sometimes I'll call it Cypress.io just because that's their um, actual domain name. Um, so yeah, if you hear me say Cypress.io, what I mean is just Cypress. Cypress is its canonical name. There we go. Um, so yeah, like I said, Cypress is an integration testing framework for your website. It's a newer option than um, frameworks like Selenium. It's a 12-person company, so there is a company behind it. It's not a purely open source project. Um, right now, I think they're starting to hit that like hockey curve gross. They're doing about 500,000 downloads a month. Um, you can install it either by zip that you download or npm. Um, and like I said, it is open source, but there is a company behind it, so it's got active development you know, pretty much all the time. So you can do a quick install of it, just npm init in your directory, uh, npm install Cypress, uh, and then you can open it with npx Cypress. Um, the actual download might be a little hard, you know, a little time consuming at first as it fills up that big node modules uh, folder, but otherwise it's pretty fast. When you open it for the first time, it'll give you this nice little helpful, hey, I see that you're getting started for the first time. We populated an examples folder with a bunch of tests. And it just looks like this. Examples folder, blah, 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 dot JS. And you can click on one of those and it will run and give you green check marks for the things that pass and red X's for things that don't. Um, and you can probably see back here, there are .js, so all of your tests are JavaScript, they're written in JavaScript. The syntax is jQuery-like, um, so if you've ever worked with jQuery, which I think most web folks have, uh, you know, you kind of chain commands together, the selectors are very familiar, um, stuff like that. And the files are automatically detected by Cypress as it's running. So once you kind of do that npx cypress open command on your terminal, um, then you can you know, just go over to a folder, open up Visual Studio Code or whatever your ID or editor is, and just start plopping in uh, JavaScript files, and it'll start auto-detecting them and populating them in this little uh, file tree over here. Um, and a test just looks something like this. Uh, I'm describing, hey, this is my first test. I'm testing a function. Um, I'm going to say it, and then I say give like a little title for like the subtitle of what I'm trying. This should fail because I'm equating true to false. And then I say this should pass because I'm, I'm doing true equal to true. And when I run it, the left, when I run it, first of all, it'll actually pop its own instance of Chrome. And then it'll draw a sidebar down the left side that will just have your list of tests and whether they failed or passed, as you can kind of see that the one that passed should pass. And the one that failed did, did not pass and said, hey, this is insertion error. Your whole screen, like I said, it's Chrome. So your whole screen actually looks like this. You've got the sidebar on the left. And then what's going to happen to your website appears on the right. So we can try this out um, by actually visiting the site. So in this case, I'm going to visit DLC. And I'm going to visit site and do stuff. I'm going to visit. And I'm going to see if it contains hours of location. And I'm going to click on it. And I try, and it fails. And it fails for the reason that to it, it, in its viewport, it didn't see that link. 
And Cypress actually looks to try to like click click on things, which is great for like viewport testing because you can actually set different viewports and then say, okay, I would like iPhone 6 width, does this text disappear? I would like desktop width, does this text reappear? You can actually do that pretty easily with Cypress. Um, in this case, I just want to test a calendar. So I'm going to go ahead and force it to click. I'm going to say, hey, even though this element may not be like, visible to your viewport, just go ahead and click it. Um, and this is what the DLC hours page looks like. It has a jQuery UI calendar on the right-hand side. And on the left-hand side, you know, it has this week's hours, the summer hours, the regular hours. But if you want to know the hours for a specific day, like maybe it's close for Thanksgiving, you can click the calendar and see like the, that specific day is hours. And so that's just what I'm going to write a little tiny test for here. I can say, let's visit DLC Reserve, uh, find the hours and location. And the force true there is just because, like I said, I'm not caring if it's actually in the viewport or not. I know it's on the page, just click it. And then I'm saying, hey, the URL should include at that point um, home, hours, and location. And then I say, go ahead and get um, a link out of the jQuery UI date picker calendar that contains 21. And go ahead and click on that. And then go ahead and see if the page contains close for the day. And that should be visible. And so I go ahead and run that. It clicks the 21st. And on the left-hand side, those, <coughs> excuse me, those different statements, it asserts, and they turn green, and it passes. Cypress is pretty large. I'm just starting to get my hands you know, dirty with it. Um, it has lots of commands, wait, pause, should, click, check, focus, type, if you want to type in a box, like input, dot type, some text. And then I would like, uh, this page should display this message that's red and has class uh, red error message on it. Like Cypress can do all of that. Um, <clears throat> I only found out just recently it actually supports IntelliSense. So you drop a file, the tsconfig.json file, into your Cypress folder that it creates in your project directory. And then things like Visual Studio Code are just instantly aware of all of the methods, the arguments, the descriptions. It's actually pretty cool. Um, I believe it works with other editors too, but I've only tried it with Visual Studio Code. And um, because this is for testing, it can be used with all the major uh, sort of continuous integration players. So GitLab CI, there are examples of GitLab uh, CI YAML files, the YAML files Alan and Raul were just talking about. There are examples of those online that you can find and kind of customize your need. But it looks very similar to kind of what Alan and Raul showed off with their YAML files, which is different sections for um, Cypress. And Cypress will just run, uh, you know, without actually popping the browser in, like doing all the tests in sort of a headless Chrome. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. That's my very quick, very brief introduction to Cypress. I'm still learning about it, but I didn't know about it until like a few weeks ago. So I thought I'd bring it up and uh, put it out there. Um, yeah, I can try to answer any questions so far, but honestly, again, I haven't used it too much. Sure. Are some other testing frameworks have you tried that are JavaScript-based? JavaScript based, I really have. I mean, I've done a little bit with Selenium, the Selenium UI, um, which, because uh, you can write Selenium test by actually writing code, but then you can also use, there's like a Selenium UI thing where you can click the core and click around the page, and it kind of generates like CSS like selectors that are then ran later to like repeat the test. Um, that's about all the experience I have there, though. So this is my real like kind of diving in JavaScript based 
integration test. I really like that it pops up in Chrome. I like how easy it is in the sense that it also, um, like it does its quick own fake security certificate, so you don't need to change URLs. Like if you have HTTPS addresses, like it'll hide its cert on top of it real quick. So it goes, you know, you'll get the not secure message, but it'll still just work. Um, yeah. There's another feature too, which I can't easily show off here. But on the sidebar on the left, you can actually click each step and kind of go back in time. So if you want to know like why something failed down here, you can go up the tree and click like, oh, what did it get as a result of this step? And when you click and it highlights the wrong part of the page, then you know like, oh, I used the wrong selector. I should actually use this selector here. And that's actually incredibly useful for debugging. I was actually just experimenting with that um, this morning. And I was like, why is this thing failing? And I realized it was grabbing the text appeared twice on the page. And I was able to do that by going to the sidebar and clicking the step up here and it highlighted the text at the wrong part of the page. And I was like, oh, the text appears twice. That's why. So that is actually that time travel like ability is actually really useful. Um, imagine if you had you know, 50 plus tests and some of them are failing and you don't know why, you can step backwards and see maybe what caused it to fail. How do you run different browser or browser versions through, especially if you're using like WebCI? So the headless stuff you can do, but it'll be headless Chrome. As far as I know, it's not like it doesn't play. Like you don't use Cypress to simulate IE or Firefox. It's just a Chrome. Yeah. It's actually technically Electron-based, um, which is technically Chromium-based. So it kind of all flows out from there. But it's the Chrome UI and everything like that. Um, by design, I don't think they need it to ever be used like Selenium or something that can interface with different browsers like Firefox. Um, now the trade-off is you can't do your tests in Firefox, however, the positive is that it can be up and running with actual tests that are clicking around your page messing with the viewport very quickly. Um, they have a few examples where, you know, they just set their viewports through a bunch of different iPhone versions and see like if the text disappears or if the NAS switches from desktop app to mobile map as it should in the CSS and things like that. So is what you're seeing on the right here, is that actually live rendered HTML or is it just like a screenshot from what's in the testing? Uh, Sorry, that is live. This is a screenshot of the Chrome browser that pops open. Uh, so that is that is not me taking a separate screenshot and putting it next to it. That is actually pops open a full Chrome with the left hand bar. And then as it's actually running the test and it's like clicking around, you'll see the page, you know, jank up and down, scroll. You'll see what happens to be inside of like it's a Firefox browser, but the testing environment is using Chromium or Electron. Um, or does it just not work if you use Chrome? I would imagine it just wouldn't work if you like try to copy the URL or something. I don't think it would. Um, so you have to use Chrome if you want to use this. Yeah. And not just Chrome, like the Chrome that it ships with. Wait, are you running this from your browser? Or is this, what is this view here? This is not my browser. This is Cypress's browser that it launches uh, back. That NPX Cypress open will basically stay in your terminal like logging, and this will pop open its own instance of Chrome. And so you can do this in, I guess, it's H terminal. Because that's not going to do anything unless you had exporting or something. 
Um, if you were to do the SSH one, you'd want to get more into like the headless uh, CI stuff where it just dumps to the console, but then it doesn't like, render the Chrome UI or anything per se. This actually runs on your local machine. Right, yes. Or, or, or just is open to give you a view that's all running locally. Yeah. Not on the server, any sort of server. Um, you could run it on the server if you like. That's right. where we'll eventually get. But this, right. for me, for this demo, was just like my local machine install Cypress, uh, Cypress open. And in fact, I have like one Chrome open, and then you'll see a second Chrome icon appear for it, like spawning off its own version of Chrome. No, I, th I thought this was just like launching up some web listener and then you're browsing through it with the browser. No, it's, it's like web listener plus its own Chrome. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if anybody can do it with just like, hey, I want to use, yeah, like all of your stuff, but instead it's my instance. I don't know if that's possible or not. I would doubt it based on how tightly they seem coupled. Because it also does things like, um, like as you're modifying your test and pressing save, it will detect that change, reload the test, and then re rerun it if you want, stuff like that. So it's pretty tightly coupled. Well, hopefully, as I dive into this more, we'll have some more information about Cypress in the future. But this is a brief introduction to Cypress. Um, that's our last presentation for the November Dev Forum.